0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here. It's uh, Elon Daily, part of the Talking Tesla Network, and it is Tuesday, August 13th. And that is right, yesterday I screwed it up, so you may have got an untitled one. I oh, know, upsetting, so upsetting. Did you enjoy your ABBA? Oh, I'm sure you did. I promise not to do any this time, but I do promise to talk about uh, launching your Model 3. Remember how yesterday I said there was a Porsche Ticam? And it launched itself from 0 to 120 miles an hour 30 times because they are sort of pushing this idea that they're going to be able to have a lot more electrons flow across their batteries for longer amounts of times without it overheating and sort of uh, reducing the speed of their car compared to the Tesla. Well, somebody got into their Model 3 uh, Performance Edition and launched it 31 times saying, see, it didn't slow down for the Model 3 either. However, there is one caveat the caveat here was that they only launch from 0 to 60 31 times, not 0 to 124 miles an hour. But having said that and having realized that this is not a fair comparison and you know there's going to be a lot more, uh, let's say, pissing match between Tesla and Porsche in the days, months, and years ahead, who needs to launch to 120 miles an hour 31 times? Uh, for the real world, for the normal people, launching a couple of times from 0 to 60 or 0 to 70 or 80 It's probably all you ever need to do is you're getting on the freeway. And I just, unless you're drag racing your car, uh, who cares? And do you know what is the longest selling or longest enduring number one single in American history? Think about all the incredible songs, the incredible artists of the last 50 years. And which song has been number one for 19 weeks, longer than any other single on the billboard charts? That's right. Old Town Road. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse through the Old Town Road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse through the Old Town Road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the bag. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the boosters black. Now, if you haven't seen uh the version of this that has little Nas X, I think his name is, and Billy Ray Cyrus, and the little sort of movie that goes with it, it's hysterical. It is just, it's funny to me. Um, it's just funny to me. But let's talk about Model 3 and let's talk about air suspension. Back in the day, way back in the day, way back in the day, Elon said that, you know, Model 3 is going to come out when the Performance Edition comes out, which has now been out for, I don't know, months and months and months, was going to come out with an air suspension model. Some of us really like air suspension for a number of reasons. It produces a very smooth ride. You can set it in your S and your X so that it can pump up if you're coming into your house and you've got sort of a high sloping um, entrance like I do. You can have it so that it drops down when you're driving at freeway speeds and make you more aerodynamic. There's a lot of good reasons to like air suspension. There's a lot of downsides to air suspension. People who really like to feel the road, who are real drivers of their car, say air suspension just is not as good, not as much feel as coil suspension. Add to the fact that there's a lot more bits on air suspension and there's bits can break so there's upsides and downsides but this is unfortunately just another example where Elon can tweet about what he is going to do or what Tesla is going to do and then it never happens I'm bummed I really wanted to get air suspension on the Metal 3 but now he has said not gonna happen not gonna happen And he said no plans to introduce air suspension on model 3 at this time could it change yes indeed it could but for now And probably for a long time, you ain't going to get it. It's not going to happen. It's upsetting. And did you see, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that uh, Model 3 has been involved in another crashy crash, this time in Russia. Now, in Russia, you, you haven't officially released Model 3, so this must have been an imported version. But it was in Moscow. It was on motorway. And there was even a video of this occurring. And the car was actually in autopilot. Initially... It was said that um, the passengers were severely injured. Well, it turns out they were not severely injured. There was a broken leg. There was some cuts and bruises, but everybody is otherwise okay. But the video basically shows the same kind of thing we've seen before, which is somebody's uh, truck stuck in the high-speed lane, kind of half in, half out, half turned, not half turned, and the Tesla crashing into it. This time, the Tesla sees it at the last second and hits the brakey brakes, And uh, it's bad. Now, the driver of this car has said he was not paying attention. And this is yet another example of us saying autopilot is just not ready for prime time. It needs the human. It needs the bag of meat, that would be you, to be involved in the overseeing of the production of the driving of these two-ton death machines. We're very glad that nobody was severely injured. The Tesla went on to do what cars will sometimes do, burst into flames, And, of course, a lot of uh, outlets have been really focused on that. Oh, look, another Tesla fire. Well, I think there has been uh, two or three Model 3 fires. Um, Not that many. And we have some data that suggests that your chance of getting into a fire in your Tesla per mile driven is substantially, substantially less than it is in a gas car. It's just the fact of life that if you have a high energy dense material, whether it's a lithium ion battery or a gas tank full of fuel, and you crash it doing 60, 70 miles an hour, there's a good chance it's going to ignite. So uh, keep your eyes on the road. We love autopilot. It's great, but you're still in charge. It is not full self-driving. Please, please keep your eye on the road. And we've got a little bit of SpaceX news, and the SpaceX news is there's probably not going to be any more SpaceX launches for at least a month, and the next two launches look like they're going to be Starlink. Woohoo! We love us some Starlink. So they fired up a whole bunch of these little satellites, and uh, unfortunately, I think about 10 now of the 60 are not working, for reasons that are unclear, but this was sort of a beta project. Throw some up there and see if you can deploy them, and they're a very different shape and size, and they're really low in orbit. And then uh, follow up with lots and lots of them, up to 10,000 of them. We're going to have a couple more of these Starlink satellites fired up there as they continue to work on this. And it is even possible that it was said earlier that by the end of the year they could get enough of these up, only like three or 400, to start actually being able to give some of this service to North America, which is kind of amazing. So although they want to cover the whole planet, and that would be about 10-ish thousand of them, to get some reasonable amount of coverage over the U.S. only, you know, three or four hundred. So it's possible, it's possible depending on the size of these launches and how many they have in there, they might actually be able to offer service late this year or early next year in the north of Americas. And again, for the first, I think for the next few years, this is all going to be sort of a, a slow rollout and a beta as they try and craft this thing. It's interesting that there was a big thing about the sort of in politics right now about how do you get broadband out into the rural areas and uh, I think Elizabeth Warren has just a couple of days ago said here's what we're going to do we're going to pump some money into this and uh, get broadband coverage into rural areas they've really been left behind and about how to do that and the whole time I'm listening to that discussion I'm like what about Starlink do you really need to get uh, ISPs and stuff to do this why don't you do a deal with Starlink and for people who are low income why don't you say, well, Starlink's going to give it to you and we're going to work out a plan for low-income people to get it at a cheaper price. I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just saying. I think the rural areas, if this thing works, are going to be plenty covered with one gigabit speed. So, hello, is this thing on? I've got a friend called Elon. Give him a call. Pick up the phone. Have a chat. The show's Elon Dale, It's part of the Talking Tesla Network. Speak to you tomorrow.